Well, hello everybody. Welcome to season four, episode one. It is the best Scott beat sponsored by Adoption at Heart. I'm your host, Nathan Judah, and I'm delighted to be joined by a new person to the Warsaw podcast, a new fellow person to have lots of banter with and maybe a little bit of saddler's chat. He is the new man on the beat, Mr. Joe Edwards! And the crowd go wild. Joe, Joe, how is it going, pal? Hello. Hey, hey, hey here he is. Um, yeah, for people who don't know Joe, they, they, yeah. they may uh, yeah, you're welcome, mate. They may they may know you from such games as as as, as Wolverhampton Wanderers um, winning and losing a few. But you've uh, you, you've you've made the step to the um, to to the Banksy Stadium, mate. How are, how are you finding? Are you, are you enjoying your new surroundings? I am. I am. It's been a it's been a good first few weeks. Um, my dear transfer switch, the uh, transfer summer, switch, yeah, the summer switch, um, as you might call it. And mate, um, you think Walsall have paid some money? They've paid some massive money to get you across. I mean, ENS, honestly, that 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 we were locked in negotiations until well into the night. Forget transfer deadline day, mate. I mean, you know, let's get rid of Keane. I mean, Keane went on a free, but to get to get you to get you into the banks mate. Oh my goodness me! I mean, your demands are just sky high. Minstrels, M and M peanuts, but only the green and yellow ones. Absolutely astonishing scenes. Yeah, and, and coffee in endless supply. That, uh, that was that was the uh, deal clincher. Americano, uh, mate. Or you need a, you always a, you uh, like a no. bit of milk. You a milky uh, guy, yeah. Yeah, more of a latte guy. Yeah, you got to get the milk in there, mm, haven't you? No, um, mate. <laughs> but no, it's been it's been a good first few weeks. Um, you know, really good impressions and a, and a nice welcome from. You know, people at the club and uh, and fans alike. It's been a, it's been really nice. It's been a nice change. Um, do, you feel like had, the, do, you feel, do you feel you've had a break? Because I mean, it's like non-stop end of the season, and then yeah. I feel like I feel like you footballed out a little bit. Everybody's footballed out a little bit, and then you got the Euros. And you're like, oh, mm. there's a lot of football going on. But then you get into it, and I'm like into the Euros. And then you're like, okay, well, I've got a couple of weeks. And then you get into the Olympics a little bit. I know you maybe not so much. And now it's the season, pre-season, then it starts. It is mental. It, it's crazy. But I, I did, yeah, I feel like I have had a break. I um, went, down, went down to sunny Weymouth um, Ooh, a few Weymouth. weeks back. Don't yeah. know where that is, mate. Couldn't, uh, no uh, idea. Do- Dorset. Dorset mm, area. Okay. Um, um, but it was like 30 degrees every day. I was like swimming in the sea. Top, top off like... Oh! No yeah. farmer's tan. Like living it up, yeah. So it was, um, no, that that was a good week. Kind of got a, got a bit of sun on me back and uh, got a bit of a tan. And um, yeah. Flexing, all... Were you flexing a little bit? Were you, were you, were you, were you, were you like, breathing in? Were you, were you a little bit, of, were you doing a bit of muscle beach? A few pull-ups on the old, uh, on the old Weymouth shores? I think we all do a bit of breathing in, don't we? You know oh, what man, I mean? You've got to do a bit of breathing You've got to in, do man. a bit of breathing in. You you've not, got to do a bit of breathing You're not breathing in. out, are you? Especially, no. Especially... <laughs> Especially after you know fish and chips and ice creams in endless supply on the on the seaside. So well, I don't I don't you breathe out eventually, mate, because otherwise you might not be here on this podcast. To be fair, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, there's so many tricks to the trade. I mean, you know, especially taking a picture, mate. I mean, you're standing, you put your shoulders back, you know, you breathe in, you bite the back of your teeth, get that yeah. chiseled look, mate. Maybe go to the side. In, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all about that. I mean. I never really used to do a filter, but I love a filter now. Mainly when I'm when I'm doing pictures of like wolves, wolves things. But mate, phones are great, by the way. I, I mean, I 
I'm one of these people, and I'm 40 now, so I'm not I'm not down with the kids. Although I've got a few WhatsApp groups where or DM groups that I think some of the younger folk um, I am involved in, just because just to learn the words and to learn the crack and to learn what's what's going on in the you know in the teeny boppers language, so to speak. But <laughs> but from a phone point of view, I probably only use it for calls and pictures, which isn't great, is it? I feel like I'm using like eight percent of my phone, but there's so many gizmos these days. It, 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 it's ridiculous. I, I've kind of taken a, a step back from it, although really I quite like to, if I can put the phone down, I'll try and put mm. the phone down for a bit, you know what I mean? Because mm. we are just glued to them, aren't we? You know what yeah. I mean? But you can do everything on them. All these gizmos, all these filters make you look like a completely different person. Yeah. It's like all them like Snapchat ones where you've got like all... You know, I don't know, rainbows coming out your eyes and all this kind of stuff. It it, it is a bit it is a bit mad, but um, it's crazy. I like to just I just like to use it. You know, I have to I obviously have to use it a lot for work, but then mm. if I can try and put it down after six o'clock, seven o'clock, I'll uh, I'll put it down and then I get the switch out instead. So it's <laughs> it's just another device that's it's <laughs> taking it's taking the place of it, but. Um, yeah, man, all these filters and that. You can really make yourself look like another person. So You you honestly um, can. Uh, you'd, rather, you'd rather be going Luigi or Mario and, and, and setting record laps, mate, to be fair. Correct. Correct. I tell you, I tell you who's not putting the phone down anytime soon. Jamie Fullerton. Because, <laughs> because I mean, <laughs> they've done some wheeling and dealing, by the way, this uh, this summer. And we'll get, we'll get on to uh, the tape. Well, we'll, 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 let's start on it now. Let's start on it now. Got a completely new regime. And to be honest, uh, after two games and two defeats, I'm actually incredibly optimistic. And I think the fans were. And I was really excited to see uh, the game on Tuesday night, just to kind of see, you know, the new squad, how they're playing. And I think, you know, not too many times you're going to get applauded off um, after a game of football. And penalties aside or whatever, you know, you're not going to win the Carabao Cup. It's fine. But I think... Um, on the on the old eye test, Joe, that they've done some really really good business, and it's nowhere near being done, is it? So they've they've signed twelve players. Twelve um, players, which is a massive amount. Yeah, and and I mean for Warsaw, I mean you know fans are now strangers to to turn over you know at Warsaw, you know every year or every two years at least. Um, but this time, there's a lot more of a positive feel about it. It's um, it's not necessarily kind of just oh we're getting people in for the sake of it mm. or anything there's like that. There's a plan, that. isn't there? There's yeah, there's a, a plan. There's a plan in place, and you know every kind of player you can see what the kind of thinking is with them. There's a there's a set system uh, that they've got at the minute uh, a four two three one. Deep court almost looked like a four four two at times on on Tuesday, but Wilkinson was dropping deep to. To be that number ten, so they've got a they've got a way of playing. They've brought in players to, you know, cater for that style of play as well, and uh, it, it, it's looking positive. I mean, you know, to expect so many signings to to settle in straight away, it's always going to take a little bit of time. But the, the the signs from these first two games, I feel, have been very encouraging. Uh, we touched on it on Tuesday night. Carl Rushworth was was outstanding um, in in that cup game against Doncaster. Uh, Connor Wilkinson put in a good display as well, and you know I think to a man the the new lads. I mean Tyree Shade, you know that was his first and second 
uh, senior competitive games of football, you know, and he's come in and, and looked very useful and a, a, and a handful down that right side. So um, as, as far as the early signs go, it's very good. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, the, the fans clap them off against Doncaster, they clap them off at Tranmere, and rightly so, because they can see there's a way of doing things and uh, an identity uh, about Matt Taylor's side as well. And, you know, they haven't scored a goal yet in open play. Well, they, they, they did the best not to score a goal in, uh, in penalties as well, to be fair. But, um, but they haven't. But, but at the same time, I don't, I don't feel, and I know, that, I know they need another striker. I understand that. But I feel there's a cohesion there. Like you say, Joe, this isn't 11 players being put together and, OK, there's the ball, throwing the ball, do your best. You've got a little bit about you. There is, um, there's definite work. I'm sure Matt Taylor um, has been working incredibly, them incredibly hard at Essington. And I feel like there's a flow about them. They they kind of know uh, whereabouts one another is, and and I feel like you know this team is going to be pretty attacking and pretty free flowing. Yeah, and and the the options in reserve, you know, mm. kind of build into into that kind of overall theme where Tom Leake came in, you know, a young lad for for, for the Doncaster game and played at right back and. Didn't look out of place, and Rally Meniers, he played at centre half that you know offers similar traits to what Manny Monte does, and you know Monte dropped out, but the, that physicality and that aerial prowess that you'll get from Monte, you'll get something similar from from Meniers as well. So they, they they've kind of got good like for like options, and there's there's competition really pretty much all over the pitch. Um, I do feel they're they're still a centre forward shores, mm-hmm. and and they know that as well, and the. They've made that secret of their of their desire to get another forward option in. Um, you know, we've got a couple of weeks left left to go on that front. We'll see how that kind of shapes up in these uh, coming weeks. You know, days and weeks. But overall, I think twelve signings. They they all look like you know they're singing from the same hymn sheet. Ash Taylor had a really good game on at Doncaster, and I think they're all players that fans I think will. You know, get behind as well because they're not just you know show ponies or you know ability or just promise or stuff like that. You can see that they're putting the effort in as well. And uh, Matt Taylor made a big thing of that, getting the people in first and foremost, getting the right people in. And you can see that, and I think that, that they're going to create a bit of a bond between uh, players and fans. And uh, yeah, it's 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 all looking it's it's looking nice as you say, especially considering it was a two defeats. But um, you know, not downhearted at all. Yeah, but you know, I mean, Tranmere, like you say, are going to be there or thereabouts come the end of the season. They're looking for promotion. You've got League One opposition in Doncaster. You've got another difficult game, which we'll come on to later. You know, against Forest Green, who again are tipped to be promoted. In, you know, in some ways, Joe, I feel like this is a good start for um, for Matt Taylor to say, look, this is the benchmark. These are the kind of teams that we are going to be up against if we want to do something this season so to get them out of the way earlier you know you haven't got a point yet or whatever they didn't play one league game but to get them out of the way early and to kind of show that and show the players it is uh I, I think i think it's going to work out pretty well and look if they play anything like they did on tuesday night i think they've got a bit of a chance to be honest and i know that it's a two-year plan and you know a lot of these guys are, are on two-year contracts and people might say well if we're going to really make a promotion push you know, you're going to go into next season and this is a, the first season to get used to Taylor, to get used to the way he wants to play football. Look, they've got some talented players there and if they get a bit of a run together, especially in this league, and they can be, I don't know, top eight, top ten, come around Christmas time and really push on and maybe even have a good a good January window. There's no reason, I don't think, whatsoever, and I'm sure this will be the uh, 
the kind of aim that they could be there or thereabouts to make, mount a bit of a playoff push towards the end of the season. Yeah, I think that's how they're thinking as well. I mean, I mean, Josh Labadee comes in as captain, having taken Newport to the playoff final last season. He he said, "Well, oh, I wouldn't have bothered coming here if I didn't think we had the ingredients to to to, to challenge for promotion." Mm. Um, Liam Kinsella has said they want promotion and and playoffs at a minimum and. And you've got you know Stephen Ward in the camp there, who's you know almost two hundred Premier League appearances to his name. So there's you know there's people in the dressing room that aren't just kind of content at playing at the level. Um, you know there's there's players that have you know done done a lot in their careers. Um, Ward particularly fifty Island caps. We all know about his time at Wolves. Uh, Taylor having played you know Europa League football at Aberdeen. Um, you know, Labadee having got to, to, to Wembley with, with Newport and been successful at you know with other clubs at the level. And then you've got young players to filter into that, like Rushworth on land from Brighton, who will, you know, hopefully look look to try and forge out a Premier League career eventually. And you've got Shade on land from Leicester as well, who is you know trying to make his way in the senior game and making a good, you know, early start of things. So there's that there's that mix. I know it, I know it's a bit of a cliche of having the right mix of, of youth and experience, but you know, it's not just players that you know have played at League Two. That's their level, and, and and what have you. And you know, it's just kind of a mishmash, and they're kind of just happy to be there. You've got players who have who have been successful at a higher level and want to get back to a higher level, and you've got young lads who are really eager to stamp their mark as well. So, um, and a young manager who really wants mm. to stamp his mark as well. So, um, you know, this is a competitive league. There's no getting away from that, and. You know, Salford have been in this league for two years, having stormed through non-league, and the you know they found it a bit tougher in this one. You've got Tranmere, who, as we saw, you know the likes of Jay Spearing and Callum McManaman, players that really, you know, could be playing at a higher level, but but they they find themselves in this division. You know, Forest Green coming up on Saturday. I mean, Bradford, what finished fourteenth last year? Yeah. So there's some big clubs at this level, um, but. I don't think there's any reason why Walsall can't be in that mix. Um, I think they've got the ingredients, and you know, if as you say, if you find yourselves co- come Christmas time, you know, in that top half, mm. then all it takes is a run um, to to get yourself in there. And uh, Walsall, I think, will be backing themselves. Yeah, and and backed on by by plenty of fans as well. Great to see them back last night, uh, the other night, and. Uh, you know, just just fabulous. You know, you know, we had we had a young kid sitting next to me, and they were just the smiles on the face, and kind of like just you know chatting away to the parents and having a you know ch- you know singing the players' names. And it, it sounds silly because it's like you know you sometimes take it for granted, but you really do miss that. Not just from a fan point of view, but but seeing it, seeing everybody kind of like singing and 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 you know and just cheering and uh, and, and in a lot of cases arguing, you know, with the referee or the linesman. But th- those kind of things, like I say, is uh, it's just just great, and it's it's. Um, it was really, it was a refreshing change from the last eighteen months. God, wasn't wasn't it just? I mean, oh. God, them games were just soulless, weren't they? Oh. They were really, really, you know, a tough effort to kind of get through them. Um, but you know, Walsall had thirteen hundred at Tramere, which was a fantastic, amazing um, turnout. It really was. I mean, it, I know it was the first game back, but it's not as if it's just up the road. It's you know, it's still a couple of hours away, and to make that trip and uh, you know, they sang their hearts out. I mean, you know, there was a great home support, but 
also were making noise just as much and I'm learning the chants, you know. Oh, um, oh he's going to be singing it from yeah, the press box yeah, soon. You know, going down the Wensby Road. and oh, yeah, yeah. there, he's there. Walsall FC from the Black Country. So, oh, yeah, no, it's, um, it's um, you know, learning the chants. But uh, now that they had a really good turnout at Tranmere, made their presence felt... And it was great to see him at, 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 um, at the Banksies as well the other day. Or oh, is, is that a Baloo in the background? Give it a bit, Baloo give it a bit mad. I yeah. think either. Let me have a look. It's one of two things. Let me B- check out. Baloo the uh, Pomeranian uh, oh, going a bit yeah. crazy. I was going to say it's either it's either um, it's either the cleaners who are coming here because I've got three cleaners coming oh. into the house, or it's the dog it's the dog walker, but it's not. It's the car cleaner. We've, we've got we've, we've got, forgot about him so he's coming to clean the car now to be fair because you know, I don't know what I don't know what I'm doing to be fair so to be fair lovely lad coming in young lad comes and does his stuff he cleans out all the, all the nice cars on the street so can't go wrong for 25 quid well spent mate in and out and I'm sure me and all the listeners can uh, relate to that a car cleaner for 25 pounds they know that uh, they know that <laughs> everyone does that mate you've got, you got, you got to take pride in your car oh I'll tell you that mate I took the dogs actually before the Doncaster game we went we, we, um, we went to um, so I drove them to London on the Monday night after work stayed in London Monday night for their groom on Tuesday morning at 9am um, so I was ready Kings Road Chelsea Get them in there, mate. Two hundred and fifteen pounds for for two of them. So you know, hundred quid each, basically, plus plus tip and some dog treats. But yeah, two hundred and fifteen quid, mate. Drove is, back, drove back, got a gym in, and then straight to straight to the banks, mate. Yeah, everyone's so a winner. Petrol money as well. So petrol money as well, yeah. To be fair, mom, my mom has the dog done on. Like Bentley, Morsel, and I think they charge about six, 60 quid. Oh, mate, honestly. I mean, it, is, it, is, it isn't a cheap thing, is it getting the dog groomed? Mate, if we fail in this uh, in this industry, which many people will say we already have, <laughs> um, I, I think we should we should get going in, into some kind of some kind of dog situation, mate, because not, not only that, we could groom, but we could also dog sit. I mean, when we take them yeah. to the poor, poor seasons, um, it's 100 quid a night. 100 quid a night, 50 quid a dog. Now, they've got acres to roam around in, and, you know, they have the time of their lives, but, you know, you get back from a 10-day holiday, you're a grand down before you've even set off. Yep, we, if this doesn't work, let's, let's get into the dog grooming and, in, and, in, and, and kennels business. Dog grooming, kennels business, slash car cleaning on the side, <laughs> mate. It's a win-win. Uh, anyway, I digress. Um, which, which I will do a lot of, as you will know, uh, from us doing the, the Wolves <laughs> podcast from time to time. Anyway, we'll bring it back to Walsall. Um, so Matt Taylor, Lee Pomley, you've had a chat with them, mate. Um, you know, you spent a bit of time with them recently. How have you, um, how have you found them? How are you, what are your early impressions? Yeah, I really like the, the cut of... Uh, Matt Taylor's gym. I think he, I think he really articulates himself well. Comes across very well dressed, pre- very good hair, well very good dressed, tan. well groomed, well mm. spoken. There you he, go. You see, he might go to Chelsea. Maybe he might be going to the salon. <laughs> he he, look, he looks the part, and um, you know he, he's talked the part so far. Hopefully, you know the results will will follow her pretty 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 swiftly. But um, you know he, he's got, he's got a very you know, a good way of um, putting things, and it seems the players are very much, you know, bought into his way of, of his way of playing. You can see what they're trying to do with this four-two-three-one, and you know, try and be expansive and and get get balls out wide. And you've got the the the, the number ten 
as, as either Wilkinson or Osadebi kind of cause problems between the lines. So they've, they've got they've got a way of working, and I, and I think Taylor, yes, it's his first managerial job, but the fact that he's you know, he's quite a household name, isn't he? You know, of course, he hasn't got that connection with Warsaw previously, but everybody kind of knows him from his Premier League days at Portsmouth and Bolton and West Ham and Burnley. And that top-level experience commands respect. He's just come from Tottenham, of course, as well, having coached there under 18. So he's working with some of the best young players in the country. Mm. And that knows and experience, it does command respect and everybody seems to have bought into that. Uh, Lee Pomley has been very impressed by him as he was saying in the Q&A last week and and Lee's pretty confident about them going into the season, I think, as as, as he should be. They're, 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 they seem to be onto something. You know, Fullerton and, and Taylor have, have been working hard on getting players in and got 12 through the door so far and you know, they'd like to get at least one more in and... Um, it, it, it's been a, it's been a good summer. I mean, it, you know, it's not always ideal when you need to start from scratch, really, going into a going into a summer window. But it was it was needed for Warsaw finishing nineteenth last season. Is nowhere near good enough. Um, you know, it, it's a bit. You know, Brian Dutton had a bit of a tough situation, I guess, towards the end. But you know, they, they couldn't really carry on with that. There needed to be a change, and. Um, you know, they've brought Taylor in, somebody who does know the level as well, having kind of ended his career at, at Swindon and, and been on the coaching team there as well. So it's not as if he's coming into the level completely blind. Um, he, he knows what lower league football is about. You know, he worked his way up through the leagues himself as a player. You know, one of these players that's kind of said himself that, you know, he may he may not have been the most naturally gifted, but he had the, you know, the sheer work ethic to... You know, to get to the top level and stay there for for several years. So I think that will be um, a philosophy and a way of working that he'll pass on to his players. That yes, you can have all the ability you want, but first and foremost comes that work ethic. And um, you can see in Warsaw's performances, they're pressing high, they're they're putting they're putting it in the channels. They're you know they're they're covering plenty of yards. I mean, Liam Kintella and Josh Labadee in the middle of the park, they will run until they simply can't. You know, they they they, they will run all day. So um, Good work ethic, good way of working, and it seems everybody's pleased. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said, Joe, in uh, in having someone like Matt Taylor, who I think maybe a lot of the a lot of the players will will obviously know and will have been will have grown up watching on on TV, and someone who's yeah. not too far removed from playing. And sometimes when you've got the likes of Clark and Dutton and people haven't really played, a, you know, a top top level football. I don't know. I think from a youngster point of view, you look up to certain players, and also Matt Taylor knows what goes on in the dressing room. He knows when he knows, you know, the the training and, and the games. You know, they, they don't finish after that. They finish. They don't, you know, when they're going home, he knows what they're thinking, knows what they're doing, knows what they want to do. He knows, you know, if they're going out, he knows when to put an arm around players, because he's, you know, he's not too far removed from that playing lifestyle. I think that massively helps sometimes man to man management, and I feel like just even looking at him on the sidelines and. And, and chatting to the different youngsters, and probably having a different, you know, a different way of, of, of speaking to certain players, whether it's a young 18, 19 year old lad, or you know, a 27, 28, 29 year old pro. Um, but you know, we all know Matt Taylor from from growing up, and and, and obviously he was great at Pompey, and I'm, I was doing my fantasy Premier League this morning, putting a team together for the weekend, and 
He was he was a fixture in mine, you know what I mean? Because he was he was great value in the centre of midfield. He scored some scored some absolute worldies. But you know, just having I think that respect level from a from a person who's played top level football, I, I think all you know always goes down well. He's got contacts as well. I mean, you know, bringing in Stephen Ward, he played with him at, at Burnley, and yeah. um, you know, it allows. It allows Stephen to be closer to home, but you know he he had other offers on the table as well. But there was that connection. Um, you know he's he's got connections obviously at Tottenham and and having worked in those uh, you know lower leagues and uh, uh, the the academy leagues if you will. Um, you know he, he knows what kind of young players are about. Uh, Tyree Shade and, and Carl Rushworth being prime examples. He knows what's going on in in youth football. And, you know, that connection with Jamie Fullerton, which was, you know, he admits was influential in him coming to the club, knowing that they had the tools to kind of work together uh, to bring in the players that they wanted. Um, so that that top level experience is something that, you know, you just can't teach. You, you know, you, you've got you've got to have that. And and if you've got it, it's um, it, it definitely can stand you in good stead. It, I mean, it doesn't. It's it's not to say that every top level player makes a good manager. I mean, we've seen, you know, other other guys at this level. You know, your Sol Campbells and and people like that that haven't necessarily made that fantastic leap into management, and they haven't quite been cut out for it. But the but the way that that Taylor speaks, the way he carries himself, the way he comes across, you know, he does seem to be a manager. He doesn't seem to be one of these guys that, you know, comes out the game and still seems to be one of the boys and. And you know, strike you as a as a good coach, but maybe not you know the best man manager. The way he talks and the authority that he seems to carry. Um, yes, I know it's very early days, but he does strike you as a as a manager, even though his title, I think, officially is head coach. So um, no, I think hopefully he's got the the tools to be successful in the game and successful with Warsaw and um, you know over these next couple of years. But um, it, as I say, it, it's early days. Only a couple of games in, but it's it's looking positive. It's it's you know it's something that you can I think you can really get behind. So let's move on to I know I know there's quite a few questions that have come in about about transfers, Joe, and you, you've kind of you know mentioned that a striker is probably the priority. Can you see more than one player coming? I mean, look, it's it's still still plenty of time, a couple of weeks, well, more than a couple of weeks until the until deadline day, and and if you are looking to bring a striker in, and maybe one or two more potentially. Um, do you think that they will be, you know, in the next week or so, or do you feel that we will have to wait now for this this trickle down effect that we've seen so many times in the Premier League, you know, Championship League One, to see what's available? And it could be, you know, very late night come come Monday, Monday or Tuesday, what is the thirty first of August? It's difficult to say. I mean, I think that you know, we'll say I think the majority, of the you know, the vast majority of their work has has already been done. And at this stage of the season, where you know, looking for a centre forward, almost everyone is looking sure. for a centre forward. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, if you're, if you're a player, you want to go and play for someone like Matt Taylor, yeah, don't you? It's, it's an exciting yeah. project. You know? Yeah, it is. It is. It is an exciting project. And you know, of course, Warsaw don't have the biggest budget in in League Two, but I've, you know, I think it's you know they've they've come out of the pandemic in a, in a pretty good state. I mean, other clubs have been placed under. Transfer embargoes and things like that, and there's now such um, now such worries. We also they're in a you know a, a pretty stable financial footing. So we with a, a centre forward, I think 
it's just a case of waiting and seeing at the minute, really. I mean, they've been... Lee Pomley kind of said last week that Fullerton was going down south to, to, to see a player that nine clubs were in for. Not heard anything more on that front yet. Um, obviously didn't name who the who the player was either. Um, but that'll be the kind of position that you know, players are in, that players that are in demand, they'll have... Yes, Warsaw are an attractive option, but they'll probably have several other offers on the table. They're going mm. to weigh up what's right for them. So, you know, there is the potential for it to kind of drag out a little bit, really. Um, for the here and now, though, I think they're 95, 96% of the way there, I'd say. I think another central striker and then perhaps another kind of forward option who's a bit versatile, maybe, that can... You know, perhaps coming off the left, or but they, they do have Rory Alden to come back from injury. He, he's a rejoined training this week, um, so he'll be a, a big boost when he's back. Um, it, 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 I don't think they need any more than two, really. I don't think. I think you know. I think they'd, they'd want a centre forward, and then maybe something else on top of that. But I don't. I don't think they need. Three, four, five more. I think the, uh, you know, the bulk of the work has been done, and I think it's been on these early displays, uh, pretty sound work. That the two centre halves, you know, are big lads in 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 Taylor and Monte. They will, you know, they'll give us as good as they get. Uh, Rushworth, who was perhaps a little bit surprising to to start the season and being ahead of Jack Rouse, has, you know, shown his worth. Completely so far in 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 those couple of early games, we all know what Stephen Ward will give you. Zach Mills is a a useful player in that he can play right back uh, as he did at Tranmere or left back as he did against Doncaster and then move right back again for the last ten minutes. So you you know they've got they've got good players who know what they're doing, and um, you know I don't think they're you know I don't think they're far away at all. I mean. One more striker that would be what I'd want, um, and then maybe an, another player on top of that. But um, I'd, I'd say, you know, their, their work has been pretty sound, and um, you know, I think it will stand them stand them in good good stead to to have a, a you know a go at it this season. Yeah, um, we've got some questions. I was going to go on to about a couple of the players who, who have impressed me, Joe. But I think we're gonna we're gonna get that when we answer some of the. Some of the peeps and what they want to know. So, uh, but before that, we'll uh, just uh, a little moment from an, a big thanks to our to our sponsors this season. We'll be with us all season on the best Scott B Adoption at Heart. Thinking of adoption, we have all the information you need at Adoption at Heart, your regional adoption agency for the Black Country. Adoption at Heart provides adoption services for the city of Wolverhampton, Warsaw Council, Dudley Borough Council, and Sandwell Children's Trust, and is encouraging those who are considering adoption to come forward and take the next step. The Black Country Agency is appealing for adopters who can give our children lots of individual time, understanding and ongoing support, and are looking to recruit adopters from within a diverse section of the community, irrespective of gender, sexual orientation, disability, race or faith. To start your adoption journey or to find out more, why not book on the next virtual information event? Visit adoptionatheart.org.uk to see the next available dates. Right, Joe, should we take some questions from the beautiful people? We should. Okay, we should. here we go. Here we go. Uh, Nick Etheridge says, do you think that there are enough goals in either Wilkinson or Phillips to be the main focal point, or do we need the experienced striker, striker people are clamouring for? 
I think they will score goals. It's not that I don't think they will score, but I think they just could be do with another option who perhaps offers something, you know, a touch different. Maybe mm. somebody who, who can be a bit more of a target. You know, if you're playing that four-two-three-one and you've got somebody up there who perhaps needs to hold the ball up and bring others in, you know, maybe somebody with a touch more physicality. Um, but I think Wilkinson, you know, could easily get himself into double figures. Um, he, he did so with Leighton Orient last season. Um, and Phillips, I, I think, will score goals. I, I think he's lively. Um, you know, he hit the bar against Cheltenham in the last pre-season friendly. He had a couple of chances against uh, Doncaster uh, as well, which he perhaps could have done better with. But, I, I, you know, I don't think he'll be short on goals. You know, I, I do think there is goals in the team, but I think there is, you know, you want, you want if you can get another striker in, you know, you, you, you want to do that. I mean, you've got, Wilkinson who I like Wilkinson me mate I, I really yeah. do I think he's such a smart footballer and you need someone to come back into the line and go and get the ball and, and, and filter it out and move forward I think that he's and he, he's got the quality about him he's played you know he's played a lot higher standard and, and knows the game knows this league as well I think he's I think he could be key this year into the way that Walsall play He's a very clever player. I, mm. I, I thought he was he was really on it against Doncaster and you know a real menace for them all night and 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 I, I'm I'm confident that they will score goals. I I just think that you know if you're looking to chase a game and be a bit more direct and pump balls into the boxes, not really that out and out target really at the mini. Yeah. And um, that is the the one kind of you know thing that perhaps he's missing. So um, yeah, I think they've got goals in them. I think Wilkinson will get into double figures. I think you know Phillips probably get somewhere between five and ten. Um, and then hopefully another striker comes in and uh, gets double figures as well uh, WFC Etid says uh, not really a question for the pod but will Labadee play on Saturday or is he is his injury picked up the other night going to keep him out um, Taylor was speaking about it afterwards and, and said it was more of a precaution than, than anything else it was just a case of Labadee kind of knowing his body and knowing it wasn't quite right and there, was, there wasn't really any need to, to risk it and make it something worse than it was so We'll be speaking to Tyler this afternoon, so hopefully he should have know a bit more then. But um, you know, it doesn't sound like it's anything serious at all. And, and just just as well on the injury front, I just mentioned that uh, Holden's back in training. Good. Forest Green might come a bit too soon by the sounds of it, but um, you know he's working towards being back. You know, in the next couple of weeks. You know, in terms of games, and then and then you've got Hayden White who who is currently out of training as well. It, They've not really gone into specifics as to what the problem is, but he picked up an injury last week, then obviously missed out on Tranmere and then Doncaster. So um, yeah, he's uh, he's out at the minute, but um, you know Alden should be back soon, and Labadee, yeah, it's I don't think it's anything serious. Um, just before we move on to the next question, question from question from um, from Jathan Nuda. Jathan Nuda, bloody Jathan Nuda. He follows the Warsaw as well. Mate, he follows the Warsaw. Mate, he's everywhere. He gets everywhere, this Jathan guy. Um, interesting. Keeper having such a good game the other night. Um, where do you see that battle this season? Interesting one. It's a battle, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's Rushworth's shirt to lose on, mm. on these... On these early displays, I did think Rouse would come in for the for the cup game, um, but it wasn't to be. Rushworth kept his place and made the most of it. I mean, he, oh. re- 
really relished the um, you know the the shootout and the fans giving him stick behind the goal. He, he's only twenty. Oh, he loved it, didn't he? He, lo- he absolutely loved. It. He was rallying him on and saying, "Come on!" He was saying afterwards when we interviewed him afterwards, he was saying, "I'm getting loads loads of crap on Instagram and all this kind of stuff already." And he was like, "Oh, but you know, it's all a laugh, ain't it?" And and that is a, a brilliant. Um, Kind of mentality to have. I mean, keeper's to- the best place to be in a penalty shootout, isn't it? You want to be a keeper because you're not expected to save them, mate. I mean, I know you no. said one or two, but but you're only you're only going to be the hero. You're never the villain in a penalty shootout if you're the keeper, are you? No, and um, un- unless you was it David de Gea in the <laughs> Europa League final? <laughs> don't- be taking a pen- I think I could take a pen against David de Gea and still score. <laughs> don't, don't say don't save any, and then miss the one you take. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's um, Rushworth. Yeah, he's he's got, he's got a really good mentality. I mean, that that save he made from the half red kick from Aidan Barlow mm. was, was was class. Amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I think it, the shirt is his at the minute. I mean, I think we got a bit of football league trophy games coming up in the next couple of months. Maybe Rose will come in for those, but. Mm. Yeah, he might have to wait until then. If um, yeah. if Rushworth keeps playing the way he is, he's been really impressive. Um, Lee Reynolds uh, asks quite a few questions. We'll, we'll try and get to, to a couple of them. Lee uh, <laughs> says uh, it's always good for a question. Is Lee? He uh, says uh, we only we only played two competitive games. Who's impressed you the most? What's been disappointing? To lose on penalties not good, but will Wilkinson Phillips take some confidence into Saturday against Forest Green Rovers the way they took their pens? So I think Rushworth has been up there. Um, I think Shade as well, considering it's it's his mm. first taste of senior yeah, football. Liked him. He's he's got really good, you know, physical traits. I mean, he, again, he's only what twenty, twenty one, but you know, he can breeze past the player with his with his speed and his strength. You know, that final ball, it, it'll it'll come, I think. Um, but again, he's another one that I think will chip in with with a few goals and a, a few assists along the way. Um, I mean, I, I like I, I like a lot of them. I, you know, there's not really a, a, anybody I look at and think oh, I'm not really sure about him. I think they've all got got something to offer. Um, Wilkinson, yeah, I think you know he, he, he was a bit isolated at Tranmere, um, but coming in deeper and getting involved um, against Doncaster and then tucking away that penalty, I think that will give him uh, a bit of confidence. And you know, I, I think he'll be. You know, very keen to get off the mark against Forest Green, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he does. Um, I said during the pre-season, he says Lee, uh, we will get better week on week, and our second half of the season will be stronger than the first. Do you think this will happen from the first ten league games? How many points would be a good return? He he says fifteen points would put us in a fair position to build from. Yeah, that, that fifteen points, maybe pushing a bit above that, maybe. But um, yeah, I. I you know, I don't think anybody's expecting um, miracles, but I think everybody, you know, has the belief that these players can be, you know, very competitive in this league, and um, you know they've got the talent there. So um, yeah, I think Taylor's got a you know a bit of time on his side. He's not he's not expected to work miracles overnight, especially when at Tranmere you've got nine new starters in the team. I know there are other teams in similar positions, but it has been quite the overhaul. So. Um, I think they've got a bit of time, but um, it'll be good, good, another good test against Forest Green, a team that you know many people think will be up there, and um, to see where they are and if they can beat them, I think it, you know it sends a, sends out a really good message. 
Uh, Vital Walsall say, first home game of the season, Judah was there. First pot of the season, Judah was there. When will he admit his undying love for Walsall and proclaim he is a saddler? Come on. Unbelievable things. Are you going to do it? I... I love going. I love going to the games, mate. Like I'm, I, I would wait. I don't want to go to Shrewsbury, mate. I want to go to Walsall. What's going on? Uh, no, it's great. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't drive two Pomeranians, newly cut, back from London if I didn't want to go to the Carabao Cup first round game against Doncaster at home on a on a Tuesday night. Uh, I, I mean, we're, I'm going to try and get to as many Walsall games as possible this year, guys. Um, and uh, I don't know whether this is news or not, but. Um, uh, I know me and Luca kind of shared duties. I took the majority of them towards the end of last season, but I will be the Warsaw podcast host, I guess, going forward Whoa. for the season. Uh, I mean, apart from if I'm going away and stuff, which I've got Whoa. a couple of plans. Luke will do the odd one, but uh, but no, I'll be. Uh, I will be. Uh, I will be here. You're not going to get rid of me anytime soon, at least for this season, anyway. So so whether that's. Uh, whether that's music to people's ears or they've just turned off the podcast, uh, each to their own, each to their own. We'll, we'll still get the play for this episode, so it's all good. Um, right, here we go. Uh, David says, uh, any news on the striker that Warsaw were going for? Yeah, nothing specific at the minute. Um, it's just a, yeah, white, a bit whiting on that one. But um, yeah, the last time Tyler kind of spoke about it was Saturday, where he said we, we're still trying, we're still pushing as hard as we can. Um, we'll see what develops in the coming days, but they are working. Uh, we we know that they are they are working on it. It's just a, as I say, I think you know at this time of year, you know every everybody, especially teams who perhaps haven't started the season the way they kind of want to start. Warsaw obviously aren't in that bout, but um, you know everybody wants a striker, and um, I think this will be one that yeah has the potential to to drag on a little bit. Ryan says, based on the first two games, the star Matt Taylor is trying to produce is taking shape. Would having one more attacking option put us around the playoff spots? I mean, it doesn't guarantee it, does it? But I think, you know, it would be the makings of, of definitely, you know, a top half squad that can make, you know, a, a push. Um, you know, in terms of you know, playoffs, it is very hard to get in there. Of course, Salford missed out last season. I mean, I mean Tranmere got in there and obviously we saw what that, they were about on the opening day. But... Um, you know, it doesn't guarantee, does it? There's never any guarantees, but I think it put him in good stead. I think, as I say, I think the squad is more than good enough to be to be competitive and, and pushing, you know, towards that as as it is. But I think, yeah, another striker would definitely, you know, boost the chances of doing that. Um, just an, just another option, as I say, maybe somebody with a bit more physicality, um, more of a traditional number nine, if you like, because I think. Phillips can kind of play out wide, either on the right or the left of that three in behind the top man. Uh, Wilkinson does kind of like to drop deep and did operate uh, from from the right for Leighton Orient. So maybe more of an out-and-out number nine. And uh, yeah, I think they'll be uh, they'll be in a good position. Sadler Phil says, Hi Joe Edwards underscore star. I would you say that actually, uh, Joe, for people who haven't followed you yet, Warsaw fans. Uh, yeah. your, your handle is at Joe Edwards underscore, underscore star. star. Yes. Um, if you want to follow me for Warsaw game, it's at Nathan Judah, and then you can unfollow me for Wolves and follow me again when I'm at the Banks's. Um, hi, <laughs> hi, at Joe Edwards underscore star. First up, how 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 are you settling in as Warsaw reporters? Very nice. And nice. Uh, where do you think the Saddlers will finish this season based on the first two performances? 
I'm settling in well, thank you. It, it, it has been really nice, actually. Um, you know, obviously, I made made the move over from from Wolves, and it's um, you know, it has been really nice that it, it kind of. You know, going to to new grounds. I've never been to Cheltenham before. Never been to Tranmere before. And you know, getting to know the level uh, as well. I mean, I, you know, there is a few people that kind of have made the step up from when we used to do Telford, and uh, there is some you know players in you now some of the teams that are, are recognised and, and have kind of risen up the leagues. But you know, a lot of these teams and a lot of these players, it would be kind of my first time seeing them. And it's it's a nice learning experience. It's um, and yeah, I, I am really enjoying it. Actually, it's been a really good f- first few weeks. But um, and in terms of the, where they can finish, again, off it's hard to nail down a particular spot. But I think top half, and if and if they get it together, maybe making a push towards those playoffs. Um, I think that is the kind of ballpark. You know, to, I think a realistic ballpark to expect. I think you know they've, they've got enough quality not not to be anywhere near any 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 sort of trouble. Um, I think they've got an, enough about them to to get you know treat you know, get over the line in tricky games on, on the road. You know, trips to Carlisle or Exeter or whatever. Oh, yeah. I might not be at those games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hartlepool coming up oh. in a few weeks. You know, there is, there, there is some long-distance uh, games, but I, I do think Walsall have got the character and the ability about them to come out those games with results. So I think they could be pushing um, for that top half and, you know, if they really get it together, you know, make a make a, make a name towards the playoffs, yeah. Uh, finally, was says, uh, how many signs do you think we are from being finished? I personally think we need a couple more attacking players. So you, you think one and, and you kind of along the same lines, Joe? You say one, maybe two at best? Yeah, one or two. I think one, one or two. I, I don't think any more than that. Um, I, I think the basis of the squad is there, and especially when you've got Holden to come back into it. Um, you know, obviously White's on the sidelines in a minute, so they're perhaps a little bit short in terms of fullbacks at the minute. I mean, there isn't, I guess, a designated left back behind Stephen Ward, but there is behind Stephen Ward, but there is Mills who can kind of play either side. Yeah, I think they're. 95% of the way there as I say one maybe two but I don't see there being any more than that uh, So Joe uh, first home league game of this season uh, is Forest Green at home uh, how do you see it going? <laughs> the dog's going mad again Stitch, Stitch going crazy <laughs> How do I see it going? I think that they're, they're going to put in a, another good performance um, you know Rob Edwards is a is a Forest Green he's somebody who had a, a fair bit of dealing with at, at Telford and you know good luck to him but but not on Saturday <laughs> now it'd be, it'd be lovely for, for Warsaw to kind of get that you now first three points under the belt and to do it against Forest Green it, 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 again who people you know are, are backing to, to do very well this year then that would be a lovely statement I, you know I, the thing with, with this Warsaw team which I think is a good trait you know they lost one nil at Tranmere you know, they got outdone on penalties in the end by Doncaster. I don't see them being given a hiding by anybody, really. Um, I'd be very surprised if, you know, they, they they seem to have the mentality and the and the work rate to, you know, not get their heads down, not be have a de- defeatist attitude about them. So um, I think they're going to be competitive pretty much most weeks. You know, there might be a couple of off days, but... Um, yeah, I, I can see it being a close game. If they can nick it by a goal, then brilliant. Um, but... Uh, you know, maybe a draw. We'll, we'll see, but um, you know, I, I think 
feeling good going into it. And if they can perform like they have done in the uh, first two games and just add that final touch in the final third, then they won't be far off at all. In the reverse fixture, would you go for a little vegan burger, mate, in the old forest green? Oh, I don't think so. You're a bit of a more of a meat eater. You not uh, go for a little vegetarian what, tofu what, sausage, what, what, mate? Would I get like kicked out if I like took an am, am cob with me? Yeah, you can't do that, mate. What are you doing? No, absolutely <laughs> that not. That is like that is something I'm genuinely wondering. If I took yeah. a ham carb or a sausage oh, roll, gone. get him out. They're just like kicking me out. Absolutely, kick, mate. They uh, smell. Uh, They've got uh, detectors, uh, mate. They can smell meat from four, <laughs> four yard radius in the stadium. <laughs> I've never been actually. I quite like to go to Forest Green. It just hasn't, uh, yeah, hasn't I've fallen, never, fallen I've never at been. the right, correct time. But we'll go. Let's 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 make a day of it, mate. If it's um, if it doesn't fall in with one of these uh, one of these crappy Premier League fixtures, mate, then we'll, we'll go together, shall we? Where is Forest Green anyway? I don't even know where it is. Is it London? It, no. Oh. No, it's um, it's like um, Stroud Way. You know. Where's that? That's not like, help me. Like, like, I need landmarks. I need like, I need motorways. Like Gloucester, Gloucestershire, isn't it? I think. Uh, still need help. Like like past like che- past Cheltenham and that kind of way and. Oh know. okay. Oh no, it's not. I know what Cheltenham like, is mate. Cheltenham it, races. That's fine. It, you know, down down the M5 a bit, isn't it? It's oh, okay, um, mate. yeah, Nailsworth, Gloucestershire. There you go. So it's yeah, it's yeah, down the M5. Speaking to the person, uh, Nathan Jude, who got an A A level geography uh, <laughs> some, somehow incredible. Although judging by the uh, judging by the grades, now I think everybody will get an A. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, team wise, then Joe, predict the team. Give me a prediction of the team to finish. I don't think it's going to look a lot different. So I'll go Rushworth in goal, mm-hmm. Mills at right back, Monte and Taylor at centre half, um, Ward at left back. I think Labadee will, will be okay, I think. Okay, that's good. Um, so I'll probably go Labadee and Kinsella in the middle. Until uh, Matt Taylor in his press conference in an hour's time says, no, nah, he's, not, he's, not, he's <laughs> not good. <laughs> um, Labadee and Kinsella in the middle. I think mm-hmm. Osadabi will probably move back into the 10. Yeah. Um, with Shade and Kiernan on the wings and uh, and Wilkinson up front. So that, that, that team that started against Tranmere... Um, you know, I think it would still be a touch too soon for, for Holden. I think Phillips had a good game, but I'll, I'll probably see him uh, drop him back down to the bench for uh, for this one. And finally, Joe, the most important question of all, uh, it's Warsaw. It's Forest Green. Can we have a score prediction? Palage. 1-0 Warsaw. Come on. I'm going to say 1-0 too as well, mate. I'm going to say they get the first win of the season. And Lovely. things are looking a lot rosy. Uh, it's been a pleasure, mate. It's been a pleasure. That's Lovely. us for the, uh, yeah. nice. the first. It's gone quickly, that. It's gone very quickly. Uh, first episode done of the new season. We're back in a couple of weeks' time. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll have, a, we'll have a win or two to discuss. Um, maybe a signing or two. And just mm. if not, we'll, we'll just, just just more general dog dog chat. We might even bring your cat in ne- in the next couple of weeks yes. as well, mate. Diego. Uh, to chat about Diego. Uh, so, <laughs> riveting people are like I'm desperate to listen in a couple of weeks time <laughs> right have a good one everybody thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you all in a couple of weeks from me from Joe take care bye bye